Skinwalker Ranch has been a hotspot for paranormal activity over the last 50 years. Strange activities such as cattle mutilations, disembodied voices, UFOs, and creepy 7-foot-tall suit-wearing men in motorhomes. Part 5 of our Southwest series is up now on iTunes, Spotify, and 8 other platforms where you can listen to the podcast. Now here we go for Part 2. Welcome back to Night Swims, a podcast hosted by two idiots who think they know everything about mysteries, conspiracies, and strange phenomena. Boy, do we have a treat for y'all. It's a bonus episode today, Douglas. Well, a treat for me, too. A treat for you? Why and is it a treat for you? Because it's a bonus episode. It's a bonus episode, dog. It's yeah. a bonus episode. It's, it's, Our first one, the humidifier in my room is off, so hopefully we won't have any background noise. I, I don't remember it being on When I listened episode. to it, it sounded like there was some... I don't know if it was that... Hopefully that's turned off, too. Yeah, that's... Make sure it's fully turned off. Why is the heat on? Oh god, no! Just turn it off. Ew. Fully, all right, so it's if hot we start outside. To sweat, we're gonna have a little bit of an issue, but <laughs> hopefully uh, it's not like hot. It's not super no. hot. It, it feels good outside. We're, yeah, yeah it feels it's a little good. little windy. Like you know, it's just it's, it's cool. just right. It's like yeah. football weather. Yeah. It's Saturday afternoon football. It's like weather that first in your backyard. It's like the first with feeling your drunk uncle. You feel in fall. Like when it switches from fall, from Except summer it's to fall. February fifteenth. Yeah, that's just mobile for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, Douglas, um, what all do you remember from Skinwalker Ranch Part One? Um, you know, it was so long ago. Yeah, no, it was like wow, dude. It was a while ago. How? how I don't even remember. You talk. I'm gonna go get water because um, I'm parched. I remember cows being lifted out of the snow. Um, their rectums being cut open. Their eyes being cut open. Uh, there's this alien named Kleglorb. Who abducts cows. And anally probes them. Anally probes them. So a lot of, I think a- I, a lot of anally, Douglas, anal I stuff. Think, I think that was just a drawing you made. Lift up your notebook real No, quick. I'm pretty sure. Lift up your notebook I'm pretty sure. There it is. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it, I did that. You you made that up yourself. Okay. But it's okay. You know. Uh, but We're working on, you know. Helping you figure out what's real and what's fake. I'm pretty sure we talked about, you know, aliens listening to us. What if they transmitted a message for me to draw this? Nick Kleglorb is the alien leader. They could have, I guess. Well, actually, no. He wouldn't be the alien leader. The guy saying, get the anal probe ready, Kleglorb would be the leader. You're right. Kleglorb is is the handyman. Yeah, (laughs) the other aliens. You know, <laughs> I, I sympathize with Kleegorb. Kleegorb's the uh, the green green greenhorn. That's what I'm looking uh, yeah, for. Yeah. He's the greenhorn. Like uh, deadliest catch. Yeah, that's what yeah. I was thinking about. Like deadliest catch. Yeah. Well, so so the <laughs> poor Kleegorb. Yeah. So the last thing I uh, I talked about about Skinwalker was um like their last night. Do you remember what happened there last night? They stayed there. Yeah, they fell into a deep sleep. And then and they, woke up. they woke up in a their blood their own blood and little holes dug out of their thumbs. Yeah, like yeah. little like one inch, one eighth inch scoops. Like they took little uh, out of both their right yeah. thumbs. Yeah. So that was the last night, and they vacated. They then vacated in 1996. So later that year, uh, billionaire Robert Bigelow, you billionaire. Know, male gigolo, <laughs> <laughs> owner of Budget Suites. Uh, bought the ranch for around two hundred thousand dollars and made it the home of a paranormal research group he created 
called the National Institute for the Discovery of Science, or NIDS. Well, NIDS. Yeah, NIDS. <laughs> I, I call it NIDS the entire time. So NIDS. When I'm talking about NIDS, that's what I'm saying. Uh, the, the ranch was then locked down, and Terry was hired on as the NIDS ranch manager, if that makes sense. So yeah. he, even though he vacated, he was still, I guess, like associated with the ranch. Uh, he kept a few of his own cattle on the ranch, as well as the Nids Ranch, to use as bait for the aliens. Poor cows. I know. Why uh, would you do that? Like That's some good meat. So at this point, Terry had moved his family uh, 25 miles away to a new ranch, but every day he would drive to the ranch to help with research for Nids. Right. And so in the autumn of 96, I think they, they vacated in, I think it was like early, like April... May, March, like one of those months. Yeah. So in autumn of 96, that's when they started their research. And so Robert Bigelow, he he wanted to be like, I think like associated with uh, like aliens. He wanted his ego to kind of have like that fact that like, okay, this guy knows what he's talking about when it comes to aliens, if that makes sense. Not like us. Yeah. So like he, he wanted to be known as someone that like proved all this yeah, shit. Yeah. If that makes sense. So he brought on like literally anyone you could bring on to help out. Uh, the team included a bunch of physicists, vets, biologists, psychiatrists, engineers, and military guards. And a lot of these people moved into an observational trailer on location. So sometimes they would stay. Like the motorhome. Like a motorhome. Callback. Uh, and when NIDS was started up, they even hired military personnel, including Colonel John Alexander, who was a NATO advisor at the time. So John Alexander... You know, the NATO advisor that I yeah. just spoke about yeah, just, just now. Just now. No cuts. No cuts. <laughs> he, uh, he was interviewed and said that everything was true that happened at Skinwalker Ranch. And uh, he, he, the interviewer was like, do you have any, like, favorite stories that we can, like, that you can share with us? And he said that his favorite story was at one point they had multiple cameras uh, all facing out, like, in the ranch. And they could all see each other. Mm. So, like, camera one could see camera two, camera two could see camera three. And then blah, 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 blah. So each camera had an eye. Each camera was watching one camera and could see another one. And all the cameras were attached to PVC pipes and like stuck into the ground on like these platforms strong, and duct taped strong, and everything. Yeah. Very, very, yeah. uh, very Sturdy, strong duct yeah. tape. Uh, I think it was like Gorilla Tape if Ooh, that was around back then. I don't know. It was very strong. It was I military. I don't know if that's a, is that a tape? Yeah. Mili- so. Let's just say military grade tape. I'm pretty sure uh, military grade tape. Yeah. Right? I don't know. Uh, I don't know if there's a tape called Gorilla Tape. There is too a tape called Gorilla Tape. There's Gorilla Glue. There's Gorilla Tape. Is, is there? Google on your phone right now. Is there Gorilla hey, Tape? Hey Siri. Is there such a thing as Gorilla Tape? Okay, I found something on the web yeah. for Is there such a thing as Gorilla Tape? Sold Take by Sharonville, Ohio-based Gorilla Tape. Yeah. Gorilla tape's a thing, man. It's the real deal. That must be really strong. It's the real stuff. That's the real it's stuff. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, uh, they were all attached. They were all held held down very, very well. Yeah. And so it's gorilla tape. Yeah. And so at a certain point of the recording, the tape stopped due to a jerk of the wires. If that, like, you yeah, know what like I mean? someone so like ripped the, the wire. Yeah. And so, so they went. I and so he kind of. He was kind of vague in his interview. I'm not sure if it was every camera, but he said at least on one of the cameras when they went to investigate it, uh, the camera was on the ground. All the duct tape was just gone, and there was about a three-foot chunk of wire just missing. Jeez. 
And so they were, uh, like, they thought maybe, like, a cattle had done this somehow. I don't know why. But on the camera, um, the cattle, like, right, like, leading up to the point where this happens, the cattle aren't spooked by anything. They're either, like, in a trance or they're just sitting there normally. They're just sitting still. Yeah. And so when, like, a person would approach the cattle on the ranch, they would flip their shit and just run away. But leading up to what happened on camera, the cattle are just perfectly fine. Like, no one's behind them. And then the yank happens and, like, the shit disappears. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, it seems like if it were a ca- another cow doing that, they wouldn't be spooked by it. Because, I mean, it'd just be a, a cow chewing on something, right? Yeah, but how does a cow get rid of duct tape, put a camera on the ground, and get rid of three feet of wire? With a bunch mouth. of wires. With too. their mouth. Just all in their mouth? Yeah. Maybe that's why they got probed. They were, like, working with the aliens to, like, yeah. steal shit, and they had to store it in their gut. Yeah. And they were like, my time has come. Take me. Yeah. And so that's what the mutilation is. They take everything where like where their gut is. You think? <laughs> you got a nice little hat there. Well, I, I had a I had a second pop filter in front of the mic, but it, it's like doing something weird. So I'm seeing if it'll sound better like this. So I'm just going to record like this for now with my little pop filter hat up here. All right. All right. Sounds good. I'm actually going to keep talking what you were saying. I'm going to deactivate it. <laughs> but yeah, no, like. With the mutilations, they take everything except for the limbs and the head. Well, in some instances, in some instances, um, they would just have the, the, the hot eye, the eye yeah. thing going on and the rectum. Yeah, other times they would have the rectum going uh, and the udders. Actually, wait till later. <laughs> wait till later. <laughs> oh, I'm waiting. Uh, so, you know, our boy John John. Uh, uh John John. Yeah. Who 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 am I talking about? The guy, our boy. Yeah. Do you remember who he was? He supplies the gorilla tape. <laughs> he was a colonel and a NATO advisor. Yeah, he's he's the one that supplied the gorilla John tape. John Alexander. He didn't supply the gorilla tape. And he's he, the colonel. It's military Nids, grade tape. Nids could have gotten the gorilla tape. It's military grade. All tape. right, whatever. So, anyways, uh, he said that there were a number of events. There were a number of events that continually happened when he was there, with all of them being equally different. Huh. And so George Knapp, remember talking about him? Yeah. He like he wrote about, uh, wrote about everything. He wrote it. He no, he wrote like the articles like early on about Skinwalker. Yeah. Okay. So he was a lot. He like he worked on the ranch. He was someone that was able to work there. And the investigation team. Uh yeah, he was like he I I don't know what his exact role was. Exactly, they didn't really specify, but he. Um, he was there, and so one of the earliest things he saw was a cluster of yellow lights fly up from the ranch in total silence, but as fast as a jet, and then they went into a perfect 360 loop and then flew away. So that was that was what that was the only thing I could really find about George Knapp, like his personal experience. But so on September 16th, 1996, this was uh, I want to say one of the earliest. Uh, one of the earliest things the entire team saw. Mm. Uh, unexplained lights were spotted hovering over the trees. And everyone that saw it agreed that they had moved like lights that they'd never seen before. Like kind of like intelligently. Yeah. And exactly. so they all unanimously agreed that like, oh, that was a UFO. Like they didn't, but they like, they said that um, Terry, like in an interview I saw for him, he said that like, it wasn't anything special that he had seen. 
before like seen it before. it was pretty like it was pretty basic and yeah. they took pictures of it apparently but it just looks like a light in the sky like it's nothing like it's 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 one of those things and it's it's a constant theme that you'll hear about uh it's one of those things that like you're just Sick. like eh. like it's not like it's it's one of those things you have to see with your own eyes yeah if that makes sense like it's not one of those things that you're like able to like film or record and it's like some big strange thing so that no 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 not no he's doug showed me a picture oh mute that those, are, those look like just like stars yeah that you know they made good. a i think a couple movies or one they made day. a movie based on it and they made a documentary called hunt for the skinwalker that i'm gonna get to yeah. at the end uh <laughs> that's all i see uh, yeah. whenever i try to find pictures for the instagram yeah well so during the cold when uh nids was on location uh, the team would move off property but remain on call, and then Terry would just stay on the ranch to manage the livestock because he was the only one really that was able to. And so in January of 1997, uh, Tom called the team and said that three of his calves had been attacked in the corral. Corral? Corral, yeah. Corral? I said coral. Uh, said so corral. when the vet arrived, he said that the one of the calves had had his ear shedded with what appeared to be shears, and the other two had small small hole punctures in their eyelids and he stated that he had never seen wounds like this ever before they were alive yeah. i want to say they just were like were they, they were, were they, standing could up they with, still see i mean yeah there's just a hole in your eyelid when you close it you're not really closing it if that makes sense but the ear How one big was the i hole? think it was just one ear yeah had just had one of his ears shredded with a uh shear with what it what it was said to look like and so then at this point, after this, calf started getting mutilated in broad daylight, like just randomly. Jeez. And at one point, they came across a cow that had one ear missing and one cut deeply and cleanly down to the skull. And so this is actually really interesting. So for this particular cow, uh, the tag ear was missing uh. and the other one was cut. So then at this point... Like the whole ear? Yeah. So at this point, people of like the research team are starting to think that like whatever's doing this is collecting souvenirs. Like it's more of just like a game at this point. It's yeah. just like, it's a theory right now. And, and so another time, uh, researchers heard dogs howling, even though there were no dogs on the ranch, yeah. like at all. They didn't allow, they didn't have any dogs at this time. Went to the source of the noise and found a cow by itself just sitting away from the rest of the herd. So they looked up like where the cow was sitting and saw amber eyes staring at them in the tree, shot at it. The eyes disappeared and the tree moved like something like flew out of it. If that makes sense, like, like it, it rustled. jumped out of it. Yeah. Like it rustled. And so when they got to the tree, they found a single bird print that was six inches long and had two sharp back claws and then found another print 20 feet further and it's believed that this was a left and right footprint. Like, so it jumped off with, with one of its feet and landed on another foot or something? Uh, apparently, I don't know. That's just huh. like, they they did they found just two footprints and it's believed that they're left and right. Huh. And it's also believed that this is one of the, like, the invisible creature that they would encounter. Because remember I talked about other encounters that they would have? Yeah. In like, first part? They... This is believed to be possibly one of what the uh, invisible creature was. Invisible. Yeah. I mean, they, they could see its eyes. I guess 
don't know. Amber. Amber eyes. Amber. Uh, Amber. So also on the ranch, they it's had bulls song. as well. The, it, it, it kind of like functioned as a ranch at the same time, but it was mainly for like bait, but they would get a bunch of different animals. That's so f- that's so cruel. Yeah. So they had bulls on the ranch, and at one point in broad daylight, four of the bulls that Terry had checked on earlier that day disappeared. Uh, and so he goes to look for them and finds them locked inside the cattle trailer that they had parked on the ranch. And it was locked completely with padlocks. And the outside locks had thick wires wrapped around them and untouched cobwebs, meaning that the locks hadn't been touched for at least a few weeks. So these four bulls, these giant bulls, got in this trailer with, like, you know, nothing going on. So Terry then unlocked the trailer and discovered the bulls were in a trance. Or he went to go unlock the trailer. Uh Looks in, sees the bulls in, like, a sort of trance. And as soon as he unlocks it, they all begin to, like, I wrote down, flipping their shit. (laughs) I Uh, would. Yeah. So then. what What does this bull trance look like? They're just like calm, like they're not like. Is there anything out. like noticeably different with their he eyes? No, he, they're essentially just like asleep awake. If that makes sense. Asleep awake. They're yeah, like asleep they're they're just awake. literally sitting there without the reaction of a person being like two feet away from them. So uh, Terry and the Nids team discovered once the bulls wall freed that the trailer doors were suddenly magnetized shut, and they couldn't unlock it. Uh, and so over the next twenty four hours, the Nids team. Nids began testing the levels of magnetism in the area, yeah. and the levels would change sporadically throughout the entire time. And the higher the levels would go, the more crazy uh, the dogs and cattle on the ranch would freak out to something that the Nids couldn't see. It's like the uh, Sedota vortexes, possibly. Yeah, yeah. Like you, but I don't understand how like you go near a vortex, you're like inside of a vortex. You see little forest creatures driving a little race car down the street, <laughs> and you're either doing acid a or you're Loopa Tokyo yeah, Drift. Yeah, <laughs> another Tokyo Drift yeah. songs in my head. <laughs> <laughs> but like, how how do you think like like this? When I was reading about this, this kind of stumped me. Like, how how did four? If this is true, again. Because, you know, we have to say allegedly, even though yeah. I want to believe all of this shit. Uh, yeah. How do you get four giant bulls into a padlock, padlocked trailer that's just, like, shows no sign of use? I mean, the the whole thing with, I, I kind of, this story is kind of bullshit to me. You think? Yeah. Why is that? Because, I mean, yeah, they could say it hasn't been used, or they could j- just be yanking our chain like they could have said that they saw this stuff on there yeah but how do you still explain the bulls like not freaking out the terry until they unlock the door them getting in there just a little and then the magnets the magnet levels i can't explain that but the whole being in a trance like you can i guess you can give a micro dose of some sort of tranquilizer to a bull and have them just be like well again remember from the from the camera thing uh the no, cattle no, that at I, this point yeah. on the ranch i guess because of what they've like seen they freak out anytime a person comes anywhere near them yeah and then on camera you see like right before something happens to the camera the cattle are fine like nothing's going on 
Oh, and they also, I, I guess I should have mentioned that before. They even tested to see if someone could sneak up behind the camera, but it got caught in any of the other cameras. Oh, really? So there was no way that you could, like, a person could sneak up behind it. I forgot to mention that. That was, he mentioned that in the interview. Uh, and that thinking about, like, the cattle theory made me think but about the, So the other cameras didn't catch anything? The cameras, the cameras didn't see anybody or anything sneak up. Did they see the camera fall? Well, so no, so so all the cameras. So when the jerk happened, all the cameras stopped. Like oh, the tape stopped. Okay. But again, I'm not sure if he said one camera or all of the cameras were like messed with. Huh. Like like the way how I described it. Yeah. And so, so after all the the magnetizing stuff, all that happened. Uh, padlocks started to disappear. Uh, gates would open on their own. Orbs would still continue to show up, which is like one of the most common yeah, things. What's up with that portal thing? Hold on. Uh, orbs would still continue to show up, but would fly around the ranch intelligently, but would never show up on camera, only to the naked eye. Huh. Uh, Terry started to see seven-foot shadow men next to the ranch barn. That I don't like. Yeah. Uh, he would also begin to find crop circles, and they were a triangle of eight-foot holes in the ground with the dirt that was dug up nowhere to be found. Oh, so there was... It's not just, like, the crops being push down it's like they're actually digging yeah like like and like what you would eight like feet eight feet wide not deep oh, okay it, it's like a it's like a thin layer dug up eight yeah. feet wide yeah. or like in diameter all right that was like eight so like all holes. that dirt that you would use would be gone like yeah. it wouldn't be like in a pile or anything it would just be gone uh, and he described the circles as uh giant cookie cutters being put into the ground so they were like perfectly symmetrical yeah uh, several team members began to hear, hear voices in their heads, and one team member said the voices were burning hot with their hatred from being a di- from behind a dimensional curtain. I knew they were talking about me, saying things like "Why is he here?" and "Who is he?" even though I couldn't understand the language. What? Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, mean, I, 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 I sort of get that because there's like. I guess with saying those words, there's that sort of tone that you pick up on where they're like... Yeah, you kind of have like that... That like idea the, that... Like you could be speaking a foreign language, but as long as your tone is like anger or something yeah, like you're just like, oh, I'm not wanted here. Like, yeah. yeah. You're like, I'm, I'm, I'm Greg. <laughs> What's your name? <laughs> okay, I'll go. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> So, uh, so another night, researchers were out in the fields and noticed a bright orb. Okay, so you asked about a portal. Orbs, yeah. You asked about a portal. So they noticed portals. a bright orb that was getting bigger and brighter over time. Uh, it eventually turned into a tunnel slash portal that hovered off the ground. The researchers that were seeing it began to sweat profusely and felt like they were being suffocated by unseen hands. Ooh. Wait. Uh, one of them said they saw a tall, faceless shadow man Ew. walk out of the tunnel and right past him. Ew. And after the figure walked out of the tunnel, uh, it faded, and there were no tracks of the figure anywhere, and they searched for any tracks and found nothing. Gosh. So in 1999, uh, about two and a half years after the, uh, Robert Bigelow set up NIDS, uh, they began to notice... Cameras going missing or breaking every time they were set up and to them this proved that the phenomenon was like consistent and conscious Like it knew what it was doing 
whatever it was. Yeah. And so one night, uh, Terry, this, this one's good. So one night, Terry was leaving the ranch and noticed something running across the field towards the house. And, you know, being, you know, ballsy, he decides, I'm going to go see what that was alone nope. with no one else. What would you do? I would drive away. You drive away? Terry didn't. So, uh, so <laughs> when he got back, when he got back to the house, he came across a red and brown hyena with a large bushy tail. Uh, the creature then ran into thin air towards the horses, and in the time it would have taken this hyena thing to reach the horses, they began to freak out. If that, if that makes sense. Not really. No. So okay. So like, the hyena is looking at Terry. It turns and runs away, yeah. but say it didn't disappear. It just kept running. When it reaches, like the time it would take to get to the horses from where he was at, the horses started freaking out. Like it kept running, but was just invisible and met the horses. Okay. So if that makes so sense. So it just, it took off towards the horses, disappeared in thin air. And then like. The horses started freaking out at the time the hyena would have been there. Had it not disappeared. Oh, okay. I got it. Yeah. And so, (laughs) so when he ran over Terry to, to see the horses and see what was wrong, he discovered giant claw marks in the sides of them. Huh? Yeah. So, okay. So bear with me here. Cause I just wrote Terry Skinner and his story. So I'm going to, I'm kind of doing muscle memory on what, who Terry Skinner was. So Terry Skinner was a UFO. Okay, so Terry ufologist. Skinner, he was a UFO. He was a ufologist who talked about who studied, I guess, UFOs in like the area, of specific to Skinwalker Ranch, and he'd been studying them for quite a long time. And he always talked about how constant they were, were and how like prominent they were in that area. So one night, he and his wife are going to Vegas. Uh, when he falls asleep because she's driving, he wakes up to her screaming, and he sees a giant red light coming out of a craft floating above them on the road and uh oh gosh he's uh so he sees that and he starts freaking out he then passes out again blacks out wakes up to seeing three humanoid figures walking towards him and like surrounding his car uh i think they're still driving at this point and and then like they they just become like orbs, yeah. like they're not humanoid creatures anymore. And then he looks down, like over outside his window, and he sees one of the orbs be like morph into a face at like his car door, Ugh. and then they just like go away, kind of like they were like seeing what was up. And he said later he discovered that he was only a mile away from where Skinwalker Ranch was, so. That's not so. It's believed that that may be associated with something that happened at Skinwalker Ranch. And it was around the same time that Niz was there. Yeah. So that I just thought that was kind of cool. So I thought I would include that. We need to take a road trip. Yeah. <laughs> we need to go to Utah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I may I may get into more detail about that story when I cover like alien abductions in a future episode, possibly. Because yeah, yeah. that was a bad that like that wasn't like all that was there. That's just as much I can remember. That was still a good story. Yeah. That's and so. So that was all that I could find about every about stuff there. So Nids was at the ranch. Uh, so in 2004, Nids said that the UFOs seen in the area were not consistent with current military aircrafts. And so after Nids made this specific announcement and several others about the ranch, they were shut down. 
And so Robert Bigelow then pulled out of the ranch entirely. No one knows why. And all of the research from the eight years they were there has been supposedly locked up. Huh. And after this, Bigelow said that there is no proof that anything is going on at Skinwalker Ranch, even though in several interviews, including one from Wired Magazine, he said, quote, I have an enormous amount of data from a lot of different sources that give me some pretty strong convictions about the authenticity of strange phenomena such as UFOs. So, like, you said a while ago that all these... All these documents can, like, I guess, proving that aliens are real and UFOs are real. Oh, it got released? Yeah. So, were these some of those files? That, I I don't know. Because I'm, I'm not sure if, like, Robert Bigelow himself you, locked them up. Yeah. Because, because NIDS wasn't associated with the government. Mm. It was Robert Bigelow's own thing. Well, they did have government officials. But he hired them personally. Yeah. It was So, I don't... I don't know. Or were they I, they were still working for the government, right? I I would I would say so, but could be you know if that's the case. Sleeper I read cells. Stuff, well, I I read stuff that was posted pretty recently about Skinwalker Ranch. Yeah, and it made no mention of that. So, and I'm also again not entirely sure about this. I want to say what was released wasn't about projects. Yeah. It was more about singular events or like isolated events that happened. If that makes sense. Yeah. Like they wouldn't they wouldn't release stuff about like Project Pegasus or Project Blue Book or Skinwalker Ranch or like all this other stuff. But they released stuff that was like singular. Yeah. If that makes sense. I feel like they release stuff that isn't like Have you ever heard of Project Pegasus or Project Blue Book? I've heard of it. I don't really know a Dude, lot about it. Pegasus is fucking nuts. That's all. That's going to be a future episode. Oh, dude, I don't know. That would require like more research than Skinwalker. <laughs> nah, I'm I, Skinwalker fucking destroyed me. It's like 18 pages. Well, I'll I'll do it then. <laughs> I'll do it much better than you ever would. <gasps> <laughs> I, I expect at least 20 pages of Project Pegasus. No, I don't need that. Why? You want to leave? Whatever. whatever. I wouldn't leave anything out. Oh. I could. St- I wouldn't do 20 pages. All right. All right. All right. Whatever. Uh-huh. But yeah. Um. I don't, I don't know. I didn't really think about that in a sense, like if those files are still locked up. But according to Robert Bigelow, there's no files because there's no evidence. So post, this is all post NIDS. So in 2007, a secret unclassified government program, the, yeah, the, wait, no. Okay. I messed, I messed up my dad up. So Jesus. A secret, unclassified government program began investigating UFOs slash researching unidentified aerial phenomena, UAPs. The program had a $22 million budget, was backed by the Pentagon, and was started by Senate Majority Leader Harry Reid. So, guess who won a contract bid to be a part of this project? Mr. Bigelow. His best friend, Robert Bigelow. Oh. And so they created the Bigelow Aerospace Advanced Space Studies, which was backed by both NASA and the Pentagon. And so a spokesperson for this, for Bass, is what it's called, uh, had no comment relating to Skinwalker Ranch, even though that's where they, you know, were now located. And so uh, Bass created the Advanced Aviation Threat Identification Program, AATIP, 
to sort of uh, study UFOs specific to Skinwalker Ranch, like strictly in this one area. Yeah. And so in 2012, uh, Bass lost funding from the DOD, which is? DOD. Department of Defense. There we go. Mm. And the AA tip contract expired. Uh, a member of Bass came out and said that the program was sacked. Wait, no, the program was scared that the public would find out about the pro that the public would find out about the program and the misappropriation of taxpayers' money towards uh-huh. it. Uh, and so after this, for some reason, a unique looking war monument was built on the ranch. In 2016, it was sold for $4.5 million to Adamantium Holdings, a shell corporation of unknown origin. And then the public road that had gone through the property was closed. And the road is now guarded by military who are said to have very upper-level high-tech military equipment. Like advanced-looking weaponry? Not like scientific, but like, like very like... Like it's not like like a security dude who's yeah. overweight with a pistol. It's like it's <laughs> or legit. A taser. <laughs> yeah, it's like legit. Not, not Paul Blart. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's legit. Like military. Like like legit MPs. Yeah. And so a nit. So in two thousand five, like after NIDS had shut down, I just thought this was cool. Uh, a NID scientist named Calm A Keller. <laughs> wrote a book with George Knapp oh. called Hunt for the Skinwalker. Yeah. And that became the documentary called Hunt for the Skinwalker. And apparently Hunt for the Skinwalker is a shit documentary. Is it? Yeah. Because apparently it's got no evidence and it's just a bunch of word of mouth shit. <laughs> and I feel bad. Yeah. And so uh, the last thing I have is just um, theories over the, over the years of what, like, what is happening there. Um, a paranormal slash supernatural and extraterrestrial waging war. Ancient Navajo tribe stuff. Yeah, that's what I... Which relates to skinwalkers. Yeah, like the actual creature. Uh, a location for a portal to another dimension. I like portals. Seismic and electromagnetic phenomena that induce hallucinations around the ranch. Like the Sedona Vork, Texas. Yeah. So that... That is Skinwalker Ranch. I'm done yeah. with Skinwalker Ranch. Yeah. We are we are we are done. <laughs> Skinwalker Ranch is wrapped. Done. Hold on, hold on. It's wrapped. Oh. So that was cool, Douglas. With now everything that I could possibly find about Skinwalker Ranch in that little head of yours. What's the creepiest thing? First off, thoughts. Well, um, I think you already know this. The the tall dudes, the tall dudes, the seven foot dudes. Yeah, especially the portal one, the one just walking out. Yeah, right and then like, yeah, okay, with no face. Mm-hmm. That's just that's nightmare stuff right there. Yeah, it's it's pretty pretty creepy. But um, yeah, no, and then the hyena thing. That's that was weird. I had, it took me a little bit to grasp. Yeah, that it, one. it was it was de- when I read it, it was ha- kind of hard to word out. Yeah, but like it once I when, you know again once you explain it, it was. It, very interesting. Yeah, like, what? What did that happen at night, or was that during? Yeah, the yeah. Day? So Terry was leaving. Yeah. The, the ranch at night. Yeah. And he noticed something like dark moving across the field. Yeah. And that's when he went back. Okay. So, could it be that he just it was dark and he couldn't see it, or 
like running towards the horses. Oh, that is true. I guess that is a possibility. Yeah. But you know, that's the third mention of something invisible yeah. at the ranch. So that's true. You know, you never that's, really know. That's true. You never, you never know Terry. Terry's Terry's an enigma. Another another fun fact. Um, so John Alexander. Yeah. Which is kind of cliche at this point whenever a military dude's involved with a conspiracy but he was known to be a no-nonsense conservative like wouldn't bullshit anything yeah. type of guy well, he's a colonel right yeah so that's why so i saw that a lot of, like people talking about him he, he's very conservative when he's not one to make stuff up like that mm-hmm. so that, that okay, so that's that's the last information i have about skinwalker now i'm done <laughs> now everybody believes it yeah now now, now it's legit <laughs> yeah so, so what was the creepiest thing overall? Was it something that came up in part two, or are you still sticking with part one about like the faces and the windows? I'm still sticking with part one because that like I can do aliens and stuff. You say that I could do it. You, you ever met an alien? Yeah, Kleegorb. <laughs> <laughs> me, me and Kleegorb were bros. Not even like I think the the creepiest thing for me was like the disembodied voices in the heads, like yeah, talking that, about that them. too, and the fact that. You know the people you were talking about that were, I guess, just vacationing to Vegas. Oh yeah, Terry Terry Skinner. I'll I'll learn more about him in the future. Dude, what's up like with guys episode. named Terry? I know, <laughs> I know, it's crazy. Well, yeah, no, like you're sleeping in a car, and you wake up, it's a red beam. You black out, you wake up again, boom, alien, <laughs> boom, <laughs> right there. Your wife. I don't just know like, why I was about to say Kitty Chesty's <laughs> face in the window. <laughs> Your wife is like, you don't help. Like you just keep falling asleep. I'm having to deal with all these aliens. <laughs> she's having to drive. <laughs> she's, she's, she's having to drive. Terry! She's having to drive towards an alien ship <laughs> with her sleeping husband. T- Terry? She's like, after this, I'm going to fucking divorce. No, it's like, Terry, sweetheart, uh, there's a... There's a red light. It's oh, there's an alien ship right there. Terry, shut shut the fuck up. I'm trying to sleep. All uh, right, Terry. Um, I don't mean to alarm you. Uh, I'm getting probed right now. <laughs> I am getting probed. I don't care. Yep. Uh, me too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's it's different. It's interesting. <laughs> so yeah. So. So, final thoughts on Skinwalker Ranch as a whole. Like, what do you do? You, is there stuff you believe, stuff you it, don't believe? This, it, was, it sounds like a shit show. You sound like a yeah, shit show. Yeah, like, this has been the most. Like, it seems like that this whole area is just. A gold the, mine? The, the bit, yeah, the, a gold mine for paranormal phenomenon. Like, it's a whole. Like, I looked at a map of different hot spots on, like, on Skinwalker Ranch, and, like,. It was, like it was southern little, Utah. Yeah, was the it was, area. yeah. It was like spaced out. I'm like, that's that's bullshit. This whole place is a hot spot. Like, you just put one little dot on there. Market Skinwalker Ranch hot spot. Yeah, everything you could imagine happens here. Yeah. You can imagine just a unicorn comes out of a portal there. Anything, fairies, <laughs> little elf guys, little forest creatures. Little Balloon Tokyo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so would you would you say that like? Where would you rank this on like things we've covered? Oh, this is I think these two parts are tied for maybe second. They're definitely top three. Ooh. Yeah. I'll take it. Yeah. What's top what's top one I don't for you? Know. I like the Russian sleep experiment. But I have to look back. Like to- topics, not like, like yeah. episodes. Yeah. Topics. I think I think for me, I'm not trying to be like, you know, biased. Uh, you're definitely biased. I'm not biased. 
this is this was my favorite one to research by yeah, far. Yeah. It was the most research we've probably ever had. It was the most in-depth episode. I mean, it was two parts. Yeah. We get a bonus episode. Yeah. Which, I mean, we could have fit all this into one part. I didn't want to make like one long episode because it was at that point it was already an hour. We don't do a lot of long episodes, at least not now. So I figured yeah. two parts would be the way to go. And so happy Friday. You get yeah. a bonus episode for the weekend. Yeah, it's Friday. It's oh, so happy it's Friday. Mardi Gras starts this weekend. Mardi and Gras if you're start. in the north, like our friends, the Back Pocket podcast. We're sorry you don't know Mardi Gras yeah. is, dude. They do. I think they do. You but think? Yeah. I think they have an idea. Yeah. Just not like. <laughs> I mean, we don't know if they've experienced it. That's true. You're right. Hopefully they have. Yeah. And, and uh, Miles. They yeah. relish the journey. Miles Biggs. Which. Uh, Shout out. We're going to be on yeah, a we're gonna future be on episode. His episode. And I think a few weeks, hopefully. We told him we'd have him on. We did. Yeah, we, we gotta, gotta we gotta talk to him. But you that. got, you got, you know, you, we talked about it last episode. You got a big episode next week, apparently. Yeah. yeah. All right, I'm looking forward to it. We control your mind. All right. Well, Douglas. Little teaser. Douglas, I already, I already <laughs> said what it is. <laughs> Plug us. Uh yeah, just dude, follow us. Shit, dude, follow us at nightsons at on Instagram. Honestly, I might cut that. <laughs> you. Hit that jig, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, follow us on Night Swims. <laughs> follow us on Night Swims at nightswims.podcast. There we go. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Uh, we hope you enjoyed Skinwalker Ranch and our Southwest series. Oh, yeah. We're this concludes the Southwest this series. This concludes our Southwest series for now. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Wow, that's so scary. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> uh, I've been Jackson. I've been Douglas. And we've been Night Swims. Douglas, when will we see them next? Tuesday.